It's really hard to explain. There's a different my attitude and everything. The young people just came around, and they were weeping with me. And you know, when I went, we went home that day. I, I was at the back of the car, and I thought to myself, "I wonder how long this peace and joy is going to be with me." Staigute, welcome, my friends, to the storyteller, who you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today, we'll hear more from Herman Williams, a Navajo originally from Chinle, Arizona, as he shares with us about the day that he met the Lord. They began to take me to church. And I first went to church. I wait sit way back there, and the preacher up there started to preach, and he was pointing right at me and telling, "You're a sinner. You're bad." And he named a number of sins. You know, and I used to wonder how in the world that that preacher knows me. Knows about me. Every week he brings something up new. Now to say this, out there, away from home, I began to do some of the things that other Navajo boys were doing. We got acquainted and we started to drink, and problems come. You know, I.、Uh, I hit the model. Seems as though that that was my only answer. When I'm lonely and some trouble, that's the first thing. I find nothing, nothing else out there that's going really bring happiness and comfort. But I hit the bottle. That was my. My way of seemed to getting some relief, but this farmer, this Christian man, tell me about Jesus, what he can do, how he could free people, miserable people, and I listen. But one later on, they're going to have what is called a district conference. So churches from different states they gather there, and they have this convention. And I, I was taken there in the evening to hear the message. We went every evening, and then Sunday was the the last meeting. We went there. We got there a little early, but it was so crowded. That place was just packed out. We came in there, and I stood back at back at the door, and an usher came, and he took me way up in front. There was one seat up there. As I think about it, I think the providence of the Lord, He had that seat for me, and I sit down. But one thing I became aware of on the stage 
were people all dressed up in different custom. With them, there was a missionary to the Native American. He was all decked up in that kind of uh, the way they dress and so on. Each one came up, maybe for a, a minute or two. They told of uh, why they are a missionary. God called them. And that's where they are bringing the good news about Jesus to them. And this missionary to the Native American came up. He looked around, looked at me and said, he said, God is love. He loves all people. He says, the Native American needs Jesus. Who's going to tell him? God called me. I take the word of God, God's message, to these people so they can get saved. And I was right in front. After that, I don't remember what is being said. And when the invitation was given, I went into the prayer room. I gave my life to the Lord. There, when I went in, there was a missionary there. And there were some chairs there. He pulled up the chair and says, kneel down here. He knelt by me in front of me. Then also, there are two other missionaries came. They stood behind me like. And you know, the missionary began to counsel me right now to give my heart to the Lord. Now, I just didn't know how to do that. So he tells me how. Just ask the Lord Jesus to come into your life. It seemed it was simple, the way he said it. So I started off. You know, I only said about one word, and it stopped. My jaws were locked on each side. I could not move it. I couldn't say the word Jesus. You know, I learned the word Jesus long ago in Phoenix. I just hear it, but when people are mad, they would use the name of Jesus. I didn't know what it meant. It must mean something that, something bad. But here, I was going to ask the Lord Jesus to come into my heart. You know, I couldn't say Jesus. I used the same word many, many times without trouble. But now, I was blocked. I got dizzy. I began to hear some rings in my ears. And I began to sweat. And uh, I think the missionaries that behind me, they recognized I was in a spiritual battle now. Satan was there too. He didn't want me to accept Jesus. And so they, they must have rebuked the devil. But when they said that, see me something's registering in my mind, they're calling me a devil. And, uh, you know, uh, something in me is, if I had a way to get away, I think oh, I would have got away and run away. 
but I was pinned in one in front of me, two in my back. And there I sweated out, and after they renounced the devil, and then I, I became calm, and he continued on to tell me how. And I finally I I spoke up and I asked the Lord Jesus, "Would you please come into my life, save me, forgive me of my sin?" When I said that. Peace and joy came in. To this day, I'm telling you, the joy of the Lord is a—it's pretty hard to explain. It's real. Whether I go through trials, anything, there that peace just comes up. The joy. And you know, I forget about all the problems that I'm facing, and I just talk to the Lord and weep. And I tell you, it's a real joy. Now it's been 53 years ago that I have committed myself to the Lord, and that keeps me going. And I tell you, that's how I met the Lord. I got up, and I—it's really hard to explain. There's a different, my attitude and everything. The young people just came around, and they were weeping with me. And you know, when I went, we went home that day. Uh, I was at the back of the car, and I thought to myself. I wonder how long this peace and joy is going to be with me. You know, that's fifty-three years ago. To this day, I have that. I met a man there by the name of Reverend Keith Bailey. He was a principal of an Indian Bible School in Cass Lake, Minnesota. And I met him. He was so happy and said, "Herman, we have an Indian Bible school just for Indians, just like you. We're going to be getting started here another week or so." He said, "I'd like to invite you to come." He said, "You learn about Jesus more and more." He says. Come just the way you are. I thought about it and I said, "Okay." Where's the set, Minnesota? So he wrote it down on a piece of paper where this is. I believe he gave me some literature too. So then, my mind is going that way. I told him about the farmer. He was so glad. I left there and. And then to Sydney, from there to to Williston, there's another town in North Dakota. I hitchhiked out there, and from there I hitchhiked across North Dakota. Man, it was cold. It was in October. And finally got to Grand Forks. And I remember, before I came to the Lord, I used to ride what is called the train. 
lot of hope boys sometime there on the train and I used to join them. And uh, we travel from one state to another. That's the way I travel. And so now here I'm traveling to Bible school. And uh, in Grand Forks, there is a conductor was there. And I said, where's the train going? Is it going to? He named it Duluth. Is it going through Cass Lake? He says, yes. And I said, you know, he says, I, I've been, I'm traveling from Montana. I'm going to an Indian Bible school. Tonight is cold. I walked all night last night. He said, possible? Can I get in one of those boxcars? This is an amazing story, and we're not done yet. Perhaps you're wondering if God is still saving people and giving them a new life, like he did for Herman. Maybe you're wondering if he could do that for you. Well, he can, my friend, and he will, if you'll humble yourself before him and place your trust in Jesus Christ. Jesus died, was buried, and rose again so that you could be forgiven and have new life in him. We read in the Bible, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Want to know more? Write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota. 56619. Our web address is withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's more to Herman's story, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.